Georges Colenay with you on Afropop Worldwide from PRX. It's the end of the year and the end of a decade. At this time of the year, I normally like to get together with my buddy, Afropop producer Benning Air, and look back on the year in music. But today, we've got something a little different in mind. Right, Benning? Right, George. And thanks for having me again. It's always great to be in your studio. I look forward to this each year. Beautiful studio, huh? Yeah, absolutely, my God. If people could see this... <laughs> Listen, I have to say, for people who rely on our Stocking Stuffer show, don't worry, more Stocking Stuffer recommendations than you could ever want is already posted on afropop.org. But today, we were thinking that rather than looking back on the year or the decade, we want to look ahead to the 2020s, right, George? Yeah. You know, the 2020s, things are moving so fast in different ways. And, you know, you have climate change. You might think that, what does that have to do with music? The other day, I was listening to this radio show of a friend of mine in Malawi. You know, they have this gourd that they need to make instruments, this thumb piano. Yeah, yeah. They can't find the gourds anymore because of the climate change. Another side of that, George, is that as the climate changes, people are forced to move. And these migrations yeah, bring about all kinds of new confrontations, collaborations, anxieties, things to write songs about. Mm -hmm. And actually, speaking of that, the song we're hearing right now is from Habib Poite's new album, our listeners will know well. And I discovered he... him, by the way. I remember yes, that. Yes, sir. <laughs> you, yes, you did. You way were... back when. Like anyway. 1990, I think. Yes, yes exactly. <laughs> In this song, he's talking about the insecurity and the crowded city of Bamako. Mali has a lot of instability in rural areas now, God. smaller towns. So people come to Bamako, which has already got too much traffic and too exactly. much pollution and the kind of hubbub and craziness that this all generates he calls Wara and that's the name of the song You know, he doesn't change. Abib Kwate from his latest album, Karifa, that was Wara. Wara like a... It's a leopard. Well, he says lion in the notes, but... Yeah, uh, he's a lion, I It's guess, trouble, yeah. in yeah. any case. <laughs> Problem, yeah. The trouble that we have in in Mali, in the northern Africa. Boy. Yeah. Anyway, let's not get into that, because this is the end of the year. We're here to have a good time. And we're looking ahead to the future of African music and Afropop. And I have to say that for Afropop, Looking ahead actually involves a lot of understanding our past because the big thing we're working on right now is our archive. We've uh, yes, actually yeah, begun the process of digitizing all those field tapes mm -hmm. from all those expeditions going back 35 years. And we're already starting to find some interesting gems you can imagine, right? Here's one I want to play for you. Does anyone remember this guy? Bonsoir. Moi, je suis Moustavie Kanté. Et je viens du Mali, je suis musicien. Un musicien, un instrumentiste, chanteur. 
de Kamalengoni. So that's Via Conte, the Kamalengoni player from Mali, who I met in 2005 and did this fantastic interview and recording session. We're hearing a little bit of him playing out on the street in Bamako. And amazingly, sadly, he died just a few months later than that. Uh, and so he was lost to the world just as he was about to get known. Well, that's the thing about Afropop. This guy was there. He's a giant of African music. We managed to record him, and he's there. He's alive. I mean, he's gone, but he's, he's still with us through the archive. True, and there's so many of the South African guitars, Shiani and Kobo, same oh kind of thing. Goodness. There's so yeah. many yeah. Yeah. great artists who've left us, and you can feel them living through these performances. What we're hearing right now, he... Because I was an American, he thought I would want to hear blues, so he's playing this kind of bluesy thing. But afterwards, I said, okay, no, look, play something that you play. And, and then he played this next piece here, which is a nice kind of wassaloo piece coming out of the tradition of Camelangoni. Let's hear Via Conte back in 2005 with his wassaloo piece. Some Wassulu music. Man, what an artist. Especially for Afropop Worldwide. Oh, boy. I'm Josh Collinet. And I'm Banning Air. On Afropop Worldwide. And we're winding down 2019 with a look ahead at 2020 and the 2020s. And, you know, Georges, when we talk about African music <laughs> yeah. writ large. I know, I know. Okay, there's, go ahead, one, go ahead. there's one story that's really overriding everything else. Yes. Say it. it is say it. Afrobeats. Afro <laughs> <laughs> you know, right. George, they're already starting to rebel okay. against this term. And you know what? A lot of these <laughs> For artists, good reasons. Hey. these Nigerian, Ghanaian artists, they're saying, yeah. no, we're not Afrobeats. Yeah. We're Afropop. 
Have you heard that? Absolutely. Yeah. I've, I've seen that. And I say, how about that, folks? Yeah, so we used to be old school. Now we're the new thing. <laughs> I tell you. But uh, let's hear a little bit of uh, the artist that CNN is calling the African Artist of the Year. And that is? From Nigeria, yes, Burna Boy. Tell them Africa we don't die. So here comes the African giant. Many, many people don't try But you can't test the African giant Hit me on my logo, logo You know get the passing when you know, no Making them loco, oh no Making up the tool and go to go, yo Nobody do it better, better than me Can nobody do it better Check a man see, I know say one day he go better Go carry Grammy Because anything we better Require planning Don't be, don't be Nothing you can do Because God did no go give you more than you can undo Now so them mama go hala, ebele bebo Now so them papa go hala, ebele bebo Burner Boy this guy is amazing. He's from Port Harcourt and talking about our archives. Yeah. You and Sean went to Port Harcourt. We did, 2017. And, yeah, and you saw what was going on there. It's a very dynamic society. Absolutely. I mean, people think of Lagos as being the center, and of course it is, but so much of the complexity of Nigeria feeds into that Lagos scene that generated Afrobeats. And you know, it's interesting, George, it's really a different music than what we started with. What do you feel about this music? Artists like Burna Boy, Wizkid, Tiwa Savage, this whole new wave that's really taking the whole continent, much of the world, by storm these days. Yeah, well, this new Nigerian music is more modern. They use electronic instruments to enhance their music style. A lot of auto-tuned vocals. Yeah, auto-tuned, <laughs> and, and also they know how to use it. They do. You know, it's just not... It's really the, come know, of age. I can true. give you an auto-tune and you're going to... And it, it sounds okay. It sounds different. But they know know how to make it work. And plus, they have a writing style that I really like. They're very authentic in their description of the situation, because after all, they're the griots. They're, no matter what, they're still the griots. You don't have griots here. No, not in so many words. No, but. No. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is, they tell it like it is. And that's what makes a guy like Burna Boy so strong and so powerful. To me, he actually stands out a bit because if you watch the videos of a lot of Afrobeat stuff, it's a lot of romance, which of course has always been there. It sells. It sells, indeed. <laughs> but there's also a lot of aspirational stuff, high fashion, fancy cars, you know, big parties, mansions, drinking. I don't find all that much of it to have deep social import. Well, there's a message in it, I think, to the previous generation, as there always is with youth music. And the message is that we didn't suffer colonialism, we yeah. didn't participate in that whole drama, mm -hmm. and we're not exactly happy with the way the governments have turned out. They're willing to, to be critical and to really look at history. But whether they're willing to put that in their songs is not always the case, because a lot of them are funded by big corporations that have government sure, connections sure. and all that. It's not necessarily in their interest to be Fela Kuti, right? Yeah, sure, sure. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Even well, though they took the name of his music to yeah, call it Afrobeats. And, and also, you know, it's it's not easy to be Fela Kuti, believe you me, because Nigerian rulers are rougher than anywhere else. Amen. And even when it's paid by so-and-so-and-so-and-so, you still have to tread lightly. This... Burna Boy that we're hearing is from his new album, which was actually nominated for a Grammy. 
It's called African Giant. It's a big album with a lot of different styles on it, but there's one song I particularly like that he does with the rapper from Ghana, Manifest, and it's a pretty straight up look at Nigerian history. There's nothing sentimental or or uh, or you know reflexively patriotic about it. He's really telling it like it is, like you say, George. Yes, and the, the song is called Another Story. To understand Nigeria, you need to appreciate where it came from. In 1900, Britain officially assumed responsibility for the administration of the whole of what we now know as Nigeria from the Niger Company. And then, gradually over the years, British protectorates were established throughout the territory. In 1914, the protectorates were amalgamated into one Nigeria. Actually, there's one additional detail that bears mentioning. In order to take over the territories from the Niger Company, the British government paid £865,000, a huge amount in 1900. So let's establish a simple truth. The British didn't travel halfway across the world just to spread democracy. Nigeria started off as a business deal for them, between a company and a government. Incidentally, the Niger Company is still around today, only it is known by a different name, Unilever. But that's another story. It's Kelpie Vibes. They wanna tell you, tell you, tell you. Another story, story, story. I was a baby, oh. All the time they go promise and fail you. Uh-huh. They don't deal with the slim, then they shade you. They wanna tell you, tell you, tell you. Another story, story, story. Since 1960, then they play us, why, oh. country with this, Charlie I come, sometimes after they move away, maybe a month, more or less, more yawa, less people power, same shit, Ghana, Niger, Mantaya, stuck in traffic at the heat delay, big man get the motorcade, big bends and the escalade, hustle just the escalate, but March 6 we go celebrate, every year be the same cock and book, propaganda you they push, no they poop, in the pain, people tired for this matter, every day for teeth man, one day for massa, if you need fear, mean to me if you move. I'm gonna say, ah, you need a team up. 
That's really great. Another story from the big guy from Africa. For the moment anyway. From his album African Giant. That was Burna Boy. Burna Boy, yeah. For the moment, these things can change yeah. fast, can't Goes they? Fast. But he's really on top now. But another guy who's on top and coming from a different world, not from the Anglophone world of Lagos and London and that whole Anglophone axis, but from Paris, Ooh, right. is okay. Maitre Gims. And there are many second-generation Africans in Paris who are making a whole new kind of career, bringing in hip-hop and rap and R&B. Maitre Gims is a real phenomenon. We saw him in New York, Sean and I, a few weeks ago. He's quite something. Yeah, He's very impressive performer, yeah, incredible absolutely. singer. Yeah. He's the son of Papa Wemba's singer. Janana. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. But he grew up in that French milieu, and basically this show was in New York, and it was supposed to be introducing the Anglophone audience to this Francophone phenomenon. Of course, most of the audience was either white French people <laughs> or <course>. African, <laughs> Francophone Africans. So yeah. I don't know how much the crossover happened. But it was very interesting to see what's coming out of Paris. I mean, this guy has collaborated with so many people. His new album, Transcendence, actually, check this out, has a collaboration with Sting. Si jamais je m'en vais, mais tu iras où, où, où Si jamais je m'en vais, ça me rendrait eh, eh, eh. Si jamais tu partais, mais tu iras où, où, où Si jamais je m'en vais, ça me rendrait eh, eh, eh. Si jamais tu partais Sometimes the moon hides in the clouds so high above me her beauty fell beyond my glances And every morning leaves me wondering if she loves me still I roll the dice and take my chances I roll the dice and take my chances Mais tu iras où, 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 si jamais je m'en vais Maître Gims. You know what is exciting in the French music, the new pop music, is that there is all this collaboration intimate collaboration. It has to do with Paris. I mean, this is where you cut your teeth with all this stuff, being yep. a DJ in Paris long before Afropop even existed, Boy. right? Those were the days. <laughs> so how is it different now? Now it's much, much, much different. It's more branché, as we call it, okay. which means that, you know, before you could go out and you would play, you would do your thing. and uh, But nowadays it's more you have to be in, in a big way, and really big way, like Gims. He dresses, I'm sure he has a big car, and he has uh, lots of very beautiful young ladies following him, and it's La Vie en Rose. <laughs> a lot of the artists you were dealing with back in the 50s, 60s, these were kind of underground, right? Absolutely. Yeah, well, yeah. he's not underground not at, at all. all. <laughs> not, <laughs> not at all, no. <laughs> what really hit me is that I remember seeing Viva La Musica, Papa Wemba's band with Janana, I think it was in Harare, and there were a good 25, 30 people on stage. 
And here's Maitre Gibbs. No less. With just his DJ behind him. Uh-huh. Just one guy. And the crowd is going crazy. I thought, wow, man, if that's not a sign of <laughs> things to come, I don't know what is. Now you make a lot of money with that. Yeah, yeah I guess so. But I then, guess so. then you, you have to create the aura. You know, that's what is important. And I think the way he does that is by having, first of all, such a variety of styles, writing great hook songs, and having this amazing voice. This new album he has transcended 50 songs. I mean, where does that come from? 50 songs. 50 songs. <laughs> and out of these 50 songs, the one that I really like, uh huh. I wouldn't say the only one. No, no, no I, I did not say that. No, no, no. <laughs> There's some other good ones too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's the one Corazon. Corazon, yeah. I love it. Mm-hmm. I love that song. It's fun, it's happy, it's uh, out there, you know, having a good time. And people went crazy for that. The original recording has Lil Wayne on it and the French Moroccan rapper, French Montana. There we go again. Yeah, all right, let's hear it. Corazon. Corazon. French is wheezy after episode for French. My heart in the ish. I'm balling my fist, counting every call that I miss. And then I look up at the stars and they all made a wish. I'm falling forever. That just means I'm sent from heaven. Land on a broken heart, put it back together. My act together. Your man heart black as leather. Me and you could get together, make nasty weather. Her name was Marie. I met her in Paris. She a thief cause she stole my. She loved to hear it beat. I love her from my head to her feet. She my sweet, sweet. Mom hearted hot French missus, French kissing And she got that French dip, I'm French dipping Tell your boyfriend, listen, I am what you been missing Tune, she got your quarters on skipping Oh, yes, mi canto. Una luna de oro y en mi cabeza 
this. I love it. That's Santana, of course. <laughs> Unmistakable. With, uh, yeah, with the singer Buica. The two of them are fantastic. And before that, it was Corazon that I just loved. Maître Gims. Corazon is a massive hit in I'm France, too. You're not alone. <laughs> but coming back to Santana and Buica, this album is very interesting because Santana wanted to make an album about Africa. Africa Speaks. And he's taken little bits of African songs that he particularly likes, not especially famous songs, and he's had his band sort of work up arrangements you around hear it. In the, it. You hear it in the beginning, yeah. His original idea was he'd made all these backing tracks and he was looking for a singer, or he's looking for singers. He thought he'd have different ones. Mm -hmm. But as soon as he heard Buika, who longtime listeners have heard about her story on our show before, right, George? We've, yeah. we've had her on. She's from Equatorial Guinea. Originally, and She yes. lives in Spain, and she's flamenco. And that flamenco character really hit a nerve with Santana yeah, because yeah. once he heard her sing, he didn't want any more <laughs> singers. He just had her do the whole album. And we did a great interview with her about that. And the reason that we're focusing on this album that was from the year past, uh -huh. looking ahead, is that we have been indicated that we're going to get an interview with Santana and do a really in-depth look at how this album was made because it's a great story. Africa Speaks, Africa Speaks. Speaks. You know, there's one thing. You hear that first note of Santana, that first note you say, that's Santana. What is it? You're right. It's an absolute voice. It's a signature. And you know, it's funny, a lot of Santana fans that I know, friends of mine, don't particularly like this album. Maybe it's just too wild for them. It's really a throwback. Aside from Buica's exceptional singing, Santana takes these long rockin' solos on it and he just <laughs> lets it flow. You know, it's nothing packaged or contained about it, which is why I like it. But maybe some people find it indulgent. I don't know. <laughs> That's Rokiakone from Les Amazones d'Afrique. Yes, that's from their forthcoming album called Amazon Power, coming out in January 2020. This is an interesting group, George. I mean, we've talked about Afrobeats and the, the big hits, Maitre Gims, The New Sound of Paris. This group is more experimental. This is women from various African countries, mostly West African countries. And they're really breaking new ground. Yeah, I don't really know them. Well, let's listen. We'll talk after.
There's a little bit of confusion in that production, isn't it? You feel like we're hearing two songs at the same time? I don't know. It's, it's, it's very strange, but interesting. Well, you know, what, what, I, what I find about it is it really reflects the kind of complexity of, of African life in Europe, you know? I mean, this is yeah. not trying to be a pop song. This is music that's very expressive. What kind of cools it out is, is actually the drumming. It's got that sort of jazzy shuffle. I mean, what that, I've noticed... That camel shuffle, I call it. I'm feeling Tony Allen in a lot of this, this yeah. new music that's coming out of Paris because you can have all this craziness happening, but you can have this real chill sort of groove that keeps it grounded and earthy. And you know, there's another group that I want to mention that's coming on the scene now that I think is kind of representative of where things are going, and that's the group Bantu Mental. Bantu Mental. Bantu Mental, yeah, yeah. it's crazy Bantus, you know. I yeah. mean, it's coming out of the whole alternative Congolese music scene right, where you have right. uh, Konono Number no. 1, Congotronics release. I admire these guys, man. And then there was Bongwana Star, Bongu. which was veterans of those groups. Bantu Mental is kind of the next evolution of yeah, this. Yeah. Yeah. new alternative Congolese sound. Let's hear a song from Bantu Mantal's debut album.
Nikone, the Mali and Griot, but she's recording in a manner that's quite different from the normal Mali and Griot pop. And I, in that way, I think this is potentially a sign of new things to come in that area. Hopefully. And because it's it's time to change a little bit, you know. It's, I think you need to evolve. And that's what she's doing. She's definitely shaking up the formula here, and I think that's a good reason why we're focusing on this record, because it feels like it's 
the beginning of a new approach, opening up of this kind of sound. And, and before that, we heard Bantu Mental, which is really opening up the sound in which a new way. Which is real, very interesting. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. An acquired taste, perhaps, but definitely revolutionary. And I'm sure the shape of things to come. So we're looking well, ahead to new yep. music and new yep. trends coming out in the in the 2020s. And uh, coming up, we will have more, and we'll also be looking at some great artists that we have lost in recent times. All right, and I'm Georges Collinet. And I'm Banning Air. And you're listening to Afropop Worldwide from PRX. Our show today is Here Comes 2020. That was an old tradition, the Gnawi, interpreted here by Hussam Ganya. The word is not interpreted. The word is reinvented. Reinvented. Re, uh, well, yeah, reinvented. Gnawa music reinvented by Mr. Hussam Ganya. And it's called Masawi Swiri. That's the album. Look for it. Very strong. Talking about reinventing old rhythms. A lot of that is being done by DJs these days, and there's one really interesting one I want to draw attention to. His name is Hama. Hama. You know the Takamba rhythm, right, George? Yeah, yeah. I mean, we've heard it from Ali Farkature and mm. from Tartit and all the many traditionally oriented groups. Yeah. But it's Sahin. a really cool rhythm. I mean, it's just got all kinds of possibilities within it. So this guy Hama has taken this rhythm playing it totally with electronics and layering on all kinds of things. He's created a track called Takamba. And to me, this is the beautiful possibility of 
modern technology, DJ technique, taking something really old and keeping its essence. And making it very 2020. Yes, indeed. <laughs> For it's, sure. It's definitely <laughs> mid-21st century. We're heading into it. Hama. The Spirit of the Gods. Oh, Banning. Yes. I can smell your adopted country oh, here. Yes, Zimbabwe. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you people out there in Radio Land, as we say, do not know that Banning is one heck of a guitarist. Well, this is actually a group that I play in, Timbila, with the great Chartwell Dutero, who was with the Blacks Unlimited and had an amazing career in his own, and he died very suddenly this year. And uh, it's a terrible loss. We're feeling it, and we want to do a tribute to him in the year to come. But for now, let's hear a little bit of this song, Chakwi, which means bog.
just beautiful. I mean, you can feel the countryside. You can feel everything in that music. Oh, Zimbabwe. Charwell was such a fabulous person to work with. He had such a clear sense of what he wanted. We were so lucky to have that chance. We had no idea we would lose him so soon. You know, it's been a year of a lot of losses in Southern African music. We did this show about Oliver Mutakudzi from Mm -hmm. Zimbabwe. That was a real shocker. And recently, Johnny Clegg. Johnny Clegg. From my adopted country also, you know, South Africa. Yeah, it's also his adopted country because he was actually English. But, you know, we've interviewed him so many times over the years and we definitely need to do a tribute show to him in the coming year and go back and look through his whole history because it's just so full of incredible stories and music. He was a real innovator, giant of Southern African music. Here's one of his great songs called The Crossing, which is actually about the process of dying. This is from a a live album he recorded, a live acoustic album. So it's not the version you're familiar with, but a very beautiful song, The Crossing. Through all the days that eat away, every breath that I take, through all nights I have laid alone in someone else's dream away. been spoken that the wind has blown away oh it's only you that remains with me clear as the light of day oh see yes oh see yes A punch drunk man in a downtown bar Takes a beating without making a sound Through swollen eyes, all he sways and he smiles Cause no one can put him down Inside him a boy, except to his father For a sign and a proof in night Oh, it's funny how those ones so close are now gone Still so affect our
Wow, Johnny Clegg with That's his group beautiful. playing The Crossing in Cape Town, South Africa. And The Crossing is an apt song. For one thing, it's about the process of dying and moving to the next world. But without being macabre about it, we've been doing this for 30 years. We have? 31, actually. <laughs> 31, and, yes. and if you start, you know, I mean, really look at I our know. histories, it's a lot more than that. But, you know, we're getting a little long in the tooth and the music is changing and moving forward. What do you think should happen to this program in the future? What's the future of Afropop Worldwide in your view? The future of Afropop Worldwide is the future of African music. That's how I see it. Our mission is so very important to bring Africa to the world. I've been promoting America in Africa quite a bit, and it was very, very successful on The Voice of America. But here, I'm doing the reverse. I'm bringing Africa to America. People are so curious to know more about it, and we are doing a great job here on Afropop Worldwide. Maybe it's a question of presentation, I don't know, but that's a surface, that's a gimmick. The most important is to put out the message, this is Africa. People love it. They say, wow, you filled my curiosity about Africa and African music and also African people. African people, youth, the new music. And don't you feel that for all the music we've played all these years and all the stories we've told, there's still so much work to be oh, done, so goodness. much to bring Africa, the richness, the complexity of it, the beauty of the music and the culture into the lives of all Americans, we're never mind just the ones who know our show. Maybe this is a good time to say to our listeners that we're really looking for new storytellers and new voices to bring into our program. And if you have ideas and you think you know where Afropop should be going in the 2020s, good. Please write to us at info yeah, at yeah. afropop.org and tell us you want to get involved because we're all about the future, right, George? Absolutely. Absolutely. Then we can retire. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't think I can, but uh, uh, I'm working for public radio. Oop. Uh, sorry. <laughs> I don't think I can. <laughs> Okay, George, now I'm going to take things from the, from the grand to the very domestic, shall we say. <laughs> George, most years we've been sitting here doing this. We always had your Black Lab Blue sitting here in the room. I think he oh, even made an appearance on goodness. one show. Yes. But he's oh. also made the crossing yeah, recently, he hasn't yeah. he? A few weeks ago, he left us. Ah, it's a yeah. sad thing, losing a dog. It is. It is. And um, I know that well. But, you know, um, we have a new... Afropop dog that's entered the mix now. Cute as, oh my god. And her Look name is that. Georgia. <laughs> jo Georgia, say hello to George. Hello. Hi, Georgia. Hello. What yeah. a voice. Yeah, Boy, what a voice. No, that, no, that's somebody who should work on Afropop. Yeah, well, there's a little bit of an accusatory tone there. Like she's a bit bossy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Hey, speaking of dogs, you know, I went to Sierra Leone this last year for the first time and met up with our friends, the Sierra Leone Refugee All-Stars, Ruben Karoma, and oh, they have one goodness. of my favorite songs yeah. about dogs. Let's hear the Sierra Leone Refugee All-Stars with Big Fat Dog. I say a big fat dog sitting on the corner waiting for the big fat Oh, 
Because, you know, I did an investigative report on uh, the region. It's called the Mano River region. Sierra Leone, Guinea, and uh, Liberia. It was to get Charles Taylor out of the country. My uh, visit to Sierra Leone was somewhat different, and this will figure into a future Afropop program. I was researching Goombe music. You know about Goombe music? Mm -hmm. It's a very interesting Mm -hmm. story because it's a music that was invented in the Caribbean. In Jamaica. Absolutely. They used square drums that looked like furniture so that they could get past the prohibition on drums. Exactly. So they'd have these square frame drums, and those went back originally to Sierra Leone, and they ended up spreading all over West Africa, 17 countries with different varieties of this music, and often they don't even know that it came from the Caribbean. They have all these different stories. It's a fascinating experience, but uh, this is going to be a wonderful show. We recorded some great sessions. You see, you were asking the question, what should we do? That's what it is. Here's something sweet. So along the way in Ghana, I picked up some CDs by this contemporary Goombe group called Tsotsu B. There they call it Gome music, oh, but it's okay. the same music. Yeah, yeah. And you know, what's cool about this drum is that you sit on it and you use your heel against the skin exactly. to change the tune. And it sounds almost like a bass. Listen to how it works in this track by Tsotsu B from Ghana.
Gumbe music from Totsubi from Ghana. You know, George, one of the things that I know is going to be very important feature of the coming wave of African music is immigrant stories because so many people have been displaced. We were talking about climate change earlier, but that's just one of the things that's causing this. We've had more African immigrants come into the United States in the last few decades than in all of history. I know quite a few taxi drivers and Uber and Lyft and all that that are all musicians and some of them are really, really very good. And some of them are becoming very successful, including second generation people. I'm thinking of the Sudanese artist Sin Kane, who became quite a big pop star playing indie rock or alternative rock. But on this most recent album, he's reaching into his roots and he has this wonderful song. Let's listen to this song. It's called Ya Sudan. of all the people I keep inside me The ones who came before and fell underneath The ones I know who watch over me I think of all the people here on my journey How they help bring out new parts of me when I accept my duality Cause if I discard to formality She'll lead me astray From my chosen path From where it began In Uthurma
Ranky Tanky, an American band that takes the music of coastal islands of Georgia, the Gullah tradition, and updates it with a kind of note of jazz and gospel. This is Africa reflected yeah, through the American experience, which <laughs> yeah. is with us and will always be with us. And that will always be part of the story that we tell going forward. And we've got the perfect song to wrap up our look ahead to the 2020s. This is a multinational London-based group that's really shaking up the scene. Definitely the shape of things to come. Here's Congo Dia Totila with Coupe de Calais. Africa, 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 Africa,
Dia Totila with Coupe Decale winding up our look ahead to 2020 on Afropop Worldwide. Funding for Afropop Worldwide comes from the National Endowment for the Arts, which believes a great nation deserves great art. And from PRX affiliate stations around the U.S. And thank you for supporting your public radio station. Additional support for Afropop Worldwide comes from Carnegie Hall. Tickets are now on sale for the Angelique Kijo series of concerts, including Benin International Musical, Diaspora Songs, Lionel Lewecki Trio, and guest Cyril Baptista, and Kijo's 60th birthday celebration. Wow. wow. <laughs> Can you believe it? More information at carnegiehall.org. And don't forget to visit afropop.org for our stocking Stuffer's list recommendations for the best releases of the year. You can find us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at AfropopWW. My Afropop partner is Sean Barlow. Sean produces our program for World Music Productions. And be sure to subscribe to our podcast, including radio programs in our Afropop Close-Up podcast series. And join us next week for another edition of Afropop Worldwide. This program was mixed by Zubin Hensler at Studio 44 in Brooklyn. And to hear an extended mix of the program, including songs you did not hear on this broadcast, visit afropop.org. Benning Air and Sissy Smith edit our website, afropop.org. Our director of new media is Ben Richmond. I'm Benning Air. And I'm Georges Collinet. Olé, olé, olé.